Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast, building experiences that connect, remove friction, and deliver insights. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast. I'm Ed Kless, and I am at AICPA Engage 2023, and my guest today is Nicole Davis. She is the founder and CEO of Butler Davis. Welcome to the Sage Thought Leadership Podcast. Thank you, Ed. I'm happy to be here. So, first of all, Nicole, why do you do what you do? So it's a very simple story, Ed. I do what I do because I want to help small businesses get better. So so my dad was an entrepreneur. He owned an auto repair shop in Georgia. And I, at the time, I worked for a corporate 500 company. So I just sat back in my chair one day and said, hey, I can help these corporate giants get bigger. Or I can help people like my dad, which are small businesses, get better. So for me, it was like, okay, I want to definitely help those small businesses get better. And that's how I got my start and started my own firm. Well, and you are a small firm. And and you said before we started recording that you've been thinking a lot lately about restructuring your firm. So talk to me a little bit about what your thoughts are. So... So I've had my firm for about 10 years now, and um, and I guess many, well, I think many firm owners can relate in that. You get to a point to where you're like, okay, I don't want to do the, 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 the client delivery. I definitely want to nurture relationships there, but I don't want to do the actual work. So for me, it was like, okay, how do I make myself the least important person in my firm? So that requires definitely building a team and then passing the knowledge that I have or transferring that knowledge to those team members because they are closest to the client data and also the client relationship. So for me, it's about, okay, how do I get from point A to point B? Because I want to be the chief hello officer and not the chief executive officer, right? So how do I do that? So of course, first I got to build the team. So right now we have a team of 12, including me, and we have one offshore person that's full-time. And so it's all about training them and then getting them up to speed on being like the 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 face of the company, the the one the the primary point of contact, so that clients rely more on them and not me. And it's it's a process. It's definitely making sure you have the right people in the right seats, making sure that everything's executed upon, especially with what clients needs and client wants. And we want to make sure first and foremost that we are delivering upon what the client is paying us for first. And then we want to go above that and add value by making sure like the relationship is a win-win, that they feel like they're not paying us enough for the value we're providing them, right? So it's just a process. So we're implementing a process now to where we're making sure like, okay, what's what's step one? How do we make sure that the people that are client-facing, that's not me, that they're understanding what the client wants, they understand what the client needs, and then they're delivering upon that in the most efficient and effective way possible. So that's what we're, what I mean by we're restructuring the whole company. Just to take me out of it, because I'm usually the bottleneck in the company. Like I, I have so much on my plate that it takes I'm perpetually three weeks behind on anything you ask me to do. So I gotta, they gotta pluck me out of the process to like get better, and that's what we're working on. So. And the challenge, of course, is that it's dependent on 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 your your customers being willing to engage with those yes. folks, right? Yes. So it's 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 a double challenge. It's not even like okay, yes, I can go through and and help your your colleagues, coach them on getting better at it. Yeah. But they the the customer still has to be willing to accept. Yes. That. So great point. So what we do early on doing our new client onboarding is that we. We introduced them to a team. 
So we make it very clear up front and we set expectations, say, hey, this is your team. You have the team lead. You have the associate that actually does all of the back work. And then, of course, you have me, but I'm not the most important person, right? So we just want to we make it very clear up front, like, this is your team, and your primary point of contact is the team lead, not Nicole. <laughs> so are you still working with your dad, or is he... No, my dad passed away in 2016. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. So but the, what the, where I was going with this is if, if your dad gets to the point where he's willing to not talk to you... Yeah. <laughs> Yes. That, that, if he was still alive, he would definitely not would, be talking that would, to me. That would be the challenge, right? <laughs> yes, that would be yes. like, how, could, yes, because if, if you could, could do that, then you can do everybody exactly. else. Exactly. <laughs> if I could say him to talk to somebody else. Because, again, like, I'm his daughter. I'm his, his, his uh, I guess, the twinkle of his eye. Uh-huh. So, of course, if I could get someone like my dad <laughs> to, like, be okay with talking to someone else in my firm, then, yes, we know we achieved what we were trying to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So well, and that's fascinating. So how 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 far along on this journey do you think you are? So the great thing is that right now, that my team is doing an excellent job of being of making me the least important person. So right now they are actually managing the firm. They're managing client expectations. They're managing the work without me. And I think that's because I plucked myself out of the situation and I said, okay, I get autonomy. I say you have autonomy to make decisions. You have autonomy to do what is best for the client. You have autonomy to like, here's what I'm expecting, but how you get there is up to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, autonomy is such a key yes. point, I think, and and in so many businesses, large and small, don't don't quite understand yeah. that. That's what people want. They, it's not about flexible schedule, which is an oxymoron, by yes. the way. Yes, right, <laughs> right. No, there's no flexible schedule, right? The, the, something's always like pulling at you. But yes. if you have autonomy to solve the problem in the moment, it doesn't matter whether it's Tuesday at two o'clock or Saturday at five o'clock, exactly. as long as you can do it. Exactly. Right? Yes. Yeah, so for us, we always, I, I learned that it took me a while to learn this, but I delegate the outcome now. I don't delegate the process. I so love that. Like, tell me yeah. more about delegate the outcome, <laughs> don't delegate the process. That is yes. brilliant. Okay, tell me yes. more about that. So it's, it's more like, okay, this is what the end looks like, right? This is what I'm expecting to see when you get from point A to point B or point C. How you get there, I'm leaving up to you, right? And then we can circle back and say, okay. What did it take to get from this point to this point? And then I'm even I'm, I'm I'm challenging them to say, okay, was that the most effective process? Was that the most efficient process? Because I'm always trying to make sure that we're doing things that make sense. We're working smarter, not harder. So again, it may take it may take like if I get, delegate something that could take three hours to do. Okay, that's fine. Okay, how can we turn that? How can we make that two hours? How can we make that one hour? So again, I'm always making sure that. Not only are we looking at what it takes to get there, but we're looking at are we doing it the most effective or efficient way. Yeah. Love that. Well, we have an exit question, Nicole, that we ask all of our guests, and that is, who is a hero of yours, and why are they a hero? All right, so this is probably, you probably didn't hear, you probably would never hear this answer, but my sister is my hero, mainly because she suffered from um, mental health issues since she was in college. And she's she's brilliant. She's a um a a she's a biology major, and I said she's way smarter than me. Um, but she struggled with mental illness for a good part of her life. So whenever I see her overcome that, whenever I see her overcome her challenges, it just inspires me and pushes me to like be better, to do better. Because again, it's something we we don't talk about in our community enough. 
but it's a it's a very prevalent issue and until we address it and make it more i guess i guess make it more approachable for people to talk about it and to be okay with it like it's not a stigma it's something that a lot of people deal with and until we make it to where they're comfortable being who they are despite the illness like i think overall we'll be a better society and community well, thank you for that. And lastly, how can somebody contact you? Yes, yeah, so you can contact me with Butler Davis Tax and Accounting. You can find me on Twitter at WifeMomsDPA100. That's also my Instagram handle. And I am on LinkedIn at L.Nicole.Davis. All right. Nicole Davis, founder and CEO of Butler Davis. Thanks so much for being a thank guest on the Sage so Thought much. Leadership Podcast. Review and subscribe by searching your podcast player of choice for Sage Thought Leadership Podcast.